got some good news for you. Hey, everybody, gather near. The doctor's in the house, so lend him your ear. The things he can say might even make your day. It might even help your pain go away. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. I'm sure he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this is Dr. Ron, and the doctor is in the house. Welcome, everybody, to today's show, number 504, and we'll talk about some common things that you can do to stay healthy. <clears throat> so I am your host, and I'm here to bring you the unfiltered truth about common things so that you can make informed decisions about your health care. Remember what I say. <clears throat> and it's not me. It's, it was Hippocrates that said, if you are not your own doctor, you are a fool. And another wise person named Voltaire said, doctors put drugs of which they know little into bodies of which they know less for diseases of which they know nothing at all. And if <clears throat> my recent... Um, Podcast didn't uh, bring this truth home to you. I don't know what what will because we spend the most of any developed countries that we're, where our outcomes are near the bottom, absolutely near the bottom. So it is imperative that we take control of our health and ask questions and be the CEO of your own body and have an attitude of gratitude because ongoing thankfulness can make your days happier healthier and more loving so grab your drink and let's uh, dive into what we want to talk about today i just want to just again just uh, emphasize the fact that there's really no preventative health care in our system. Almost every single healthcare type, either it's counseling or disease screening, it's for a condition you already have. And that's what's wrong with the healthcare system. It's not healthcare, it's disease care. And we're eager to embrace screenings for diseases or illnesses we may or may not have, and counseling and or medical treatment 
in the form of pills and chemicals and surgeries for that disease after we find out what the disease is that we have. Where's the preventative? Where is the lifestyle changes advice for you to uh, change those epigenetic genes so that you don't get sick in the first place? I know we, we have a lot of technology and prescription drugs, but we also have a lot of chronic disease. Almost everyone over 65 has some form of chronic disease. And we talked about how much medication seniors take and how many of them are for, are for side effects of prescriptions they already have. <clears throat> and remember, doctors are the third leading cause of death. So we're not going to get into that today. I did tell you, though, I would read go over some uh, water filters uh, that might be of interest and don't you have it the day after I said that uh, <clears throat> research showed up uh, in the and the ewg.org website and I'll just give you the names of what they recommending recommend for best overall filters but you can do your research at ewg.org on water filters and they recommend for the Travel Berkey, that's B-E-R-K-E-Y. And one, one called Zero Water. One called Clearly Filtered. And the last one, Epic Water Filter. That's the one I use here in my own home. Because it gets out chlorine, fluorine, and 98% of the forever chemicals. And I've, and I've told you how, how much toxicity is in our municipal water systems. So there they go. There you go. EWG.org comes to the rescue again. And it was from an article July 11th, 2023. So let's just start out with... Uh, of the flu season. Let me just tell you, there is not, no such thing as a flu season. It's just our inability to adapt because we're most of the Northern Hemisphere has decreased sun exposure, decreased water intake, take, and you combine that with an increased sugar intake and stress, and guess what you have? You have something that looks like flu. If you're going to, if you're thinking of getting a flu shot, I want you to ask the, their provider to read section 13 of the package insert. And that says, has not been evaluated for carcinogenic or mutagenic potential or for impairment of male fertility in animals. You don't know what you don't know unless you ask. Also, not to get into a whole thing about the flu shot, but it has thimerosal in it. It has a lot of mercury in it, and it's a probably going to be somewhere around 33% effective. 
You know, if you have a side effect <clears throat> from a drug, it's called a side drug effect. If you have a side effect from the flu shot, it's called, well, they tell you it's working. Figure that out. See if that makes any sense to you. So let's, in 2013, let me find my note. I'm pretty sure it was 20, 2018. No. I feel like the guy here, I have a stack of papers here. In 2018, I told you on the podcast, showerhead bacteria are linked to lung infection prevalence. And I, I got that from uh, the researchers in Colorado. They took biofilm samples from showerheads throughout the United States and Europe and found hot spots with a high abundance of potentially pathogenic types of micro, mycobacteria overlap with areas with high prevalence of non-tuberculous myobacterial lung disease. In other words, they found infection in, this, in these showerheads that could give you a lung infection similar to pneumonia. These are published findings. They did DNA analysis to identify the bacterial species that lived in the showerhead slime. They were more abundant in areas in the United States with municipal tap water because these type of bacteria, the mycobacteria, tend to be more resistant to chlorine-based disinfectants that are used in the United States. They match the prevalence of these bacteria that are present in the showerheads and the high incidence of non-tuberculous myobacteria lung diseases in parts of Southern California, Florida, and New York. 606 samples. I brought you that bit of information in 2018. Let's go to 2023, September 29th. An article titled Shower Risks, Microbes, Water Quality, and Safety Tips. Eight minutes a day. That's the average duration of our ritual showers. But what do those eight minutes have in store for your health? You're not alone in that shower, ladies and gentlemen. That shower head, as I told you, provides not only a, a great soothing water flow, but it has bacteria, microbes that are invisible to your eye. Just think of that. You're, you're really, you're opening your pores up with the hot water. You're letting the chlorine and fluoride in to those pores, and you're also allowing microbes to enter. And this study also came out of the University of Colorado Boulder. They scrutinized 45 showerheads. They found a ton of, of, of bacteria. And, you know, if you're healthy, whatever that is, or whatever you understand by health, uh, if you're taking five, five different drugs and you're operative every day is that healthy well we'll get in we have gotten into that and we'll get into that another time but if you have a weakened immune system 
you're you're a primary target. And I will say, even the, the fittest were not safe, according to this uh, research. The lung disease from these bac- mycobacteria has been rising at, alar- at an alarming 8.2% a year. 8.2% a year. We're seeing more of these lung infections coming from our shower heads. So if you have a chronic recurring cough at night and you have night sweats, weight loss, this could all be coming from your shower head. You should bring this to the attention of your healthcare provider. Different authorities have said the problem with showers is how they deliver these organisms. They do it by producing fine aerosols, little fine particles from, the, and, and they're, and they're in, in this hot water. And they can travel deep into your lungs. And as I said in 2018, and I'll say again today, chlorine did not deter this type of bacteria. So we, we, we talked about filtering our drinking water. We have to take care of our showerhead water, right? Because we know that other chemicals also can enter our bloodstream. And how does it get in there? Through inhalation and absorption through our skin. And sometimes we even drink it directly, right? It goes into our mouth. And this is all published information that um, I don't I don't hear on the evening news, and I'm I'm sure you don't. That's why I'm bringing it to you. And the chloramine come from that comes from the heated chlorine can cause all kinds of problems, dermatological problems, and also GI disruptions can interfere with our GI microbiome. So just know it's a problem. I could go through all the different bacteria and mold, but uh, let's just call it shower sickness. Okay, so if you have chronic disease, cold, chronic cough, night sweats, you might have been may, might have been living with this for a long time. So they're recommending a monthly overnight soak of your shower head in white vinegar, a white vinegar and water solution to help reduce that bacterial buildup. Replace old shower heads every few years. Replace a fine mist shower head with ones that have larger holes. And opt for shower heads that you can take apart easily, that you can clean. And a Mr. Falkenham said the best approach to cleaning and disinfecting shower heads includes unscrewing it, cleaning the inside as best as possible with a swab, submerge it in a bucket of one to 10 solution of detergent. He also recommends <clears throat> adding some Dawn for 10 minutes, follow the submersion in a bucket with undiluted Clorox or bleach for 30 minutes, rinse it thoroughly before screwing it back. Okay, so... 
again, I just want to bring this to your attention. I did it before. I want to do it again because I, in the area where I live, so many people have chronic, chronic coughs. It's crazy. And it might be due to shower heads. You know, it's easy to clean, so let's let's take it apart. Well, can there be a life-saving benefit to taking the stairs? You know, my mother, who lived to 100, God bless her, always said that there wouldn't be the need for so many people to go to a, a fitness center if they would just do housework. She might be, she, she probably was right. A Tulane University study showed that people taking the stairs, which might be one of the easiest forms of exercise and most effective to keep your heart in shape. 450,000 adults they looked at over a 12-year period and found that the folks that consistently walked upstairs each day had lower risk of developing athletes or atherosclerotic cardiovascular disease, which you know re results in narrowing and hardening of your arteries. Just using the steps. It con the study concluded that those who climb more than five flights of stairs daily had a 20% lower risk of developing atherosclerosis. They also found that consistently taking the stairs was linked to a better overall, overall heart health. Researchers also found that those who initially climbed stairs but stopped increased their risk of heart disease by 32%. So what's the takeaway? The takeaway is take the stairs. And often, you don't have to pay for a gym membership. Not too hard to do, is it? And I know uh, there was just another article that I read, and I'm just look for it. Here it is here. Another one of mom's advices. Household chores. And why not, it's not so bad that you do it. This research came out of California, San Diego. They found that things like household chores and other to-do list items can help prevent you against heart disease. The study found that women who spend four hours a day performing daily life movements, such chores as washing dishes, gardening, or shopping, were 62% less likely to die from cardiovascular disease, 43% less likely to develop either coronary heart disease or cardiovascular disease, 30% less likely to suffer a stroke. Now, four hours a day is a lot, right? But the study noted that being up and about and tackling some of these items that never seem to get checked off your to-do list are good for your overall health. And not just for women, men also can benefit from tackling chores and tasks around the house. So if you're worried about that expensive gym membership, you got you, you know that working around the house in the garden and taking the stairs can keep you healthy. Common everyday chores. And that exercise is also really good for your muscle, for your microbiome, because another study out of Canada 
found that working out 30 minutes a day not only keeps your heart and bones and muscles and joints in top shape, it improves the richness and diversity of your gut microbiome. Remember what we have been saying for years, a superior interior. Really important. You see, uh, common, common things that we can do every day. And one thing that we also want to do is socialize. Remember my podcast on centenarians, the number one factor that kept people living longer was socialization. And now what do we find? We're finding that loneliness, adults living alone have a 32% higher risk of cancer death than those living with others. 32% higher risk of having cancer. You don't want to be alone in your older older days. And also loneliness it has been linked to an increased risk of Parkinson's disease. Emotional health linked to Parkinson's, not just GI health or the vagus nerve uh, blood-brain connection. You know, Parkinson's disease is the second most common neurodegenerative disease after Alzheimer's. So researchers at Florida State University, FSU, conducted a large study. They analyzed 500,000 participants that were aged 38 to 73. They tracked their surveys for 15 years. 2,800 of those people developed Parkinson's disease. And in a self-reported questionnaire, that one question was, do you often feel lonely? Social isolation was mentioned. Loneliness was a significant factor with later Parkinson's diagnosis. And there's lots of ways it can happen, but just know that socialization, being around people, being friendly, having an attitude of gratitude, is really a, a free health benefit. You can't buy it. And now you, you look, at, look at our youth, uh, gosh, they, they're, in my opinion anyway, they have no social connections at all. What are they going to cost? And what's the cost going to be for these young, youngsters when they grow up in healthcare costs? Billions, I guess. So isolation doesn't mean loneliness because you could be within a group and still feel lonely and that is really stressful. So try not to leave anybody out in your groups. And look, social media plays a role. 
in replacing the uh, our real life connections to one another. You know, we talk about energy medicine and how we all have this aura or this biofield around us. Now, this biofield is interrupted by electromagnetic fields and social isolation. So we need to have somebody we can talk to and not a phone or a chat bot. So there are a couple of things, right? Clean your shower head. Stay, stay socially involved. You'll decrease your risk of cancer and, and COVID. Take care of your own health. Use the stairs. Be informed if you're going to take the uh, flu injection that has thimerosal in it and and other stuff and never been tested long term. Remember we did a uh, a show a few weeks back on Ozempic versus Ivermectin. Ozempic one that the drug companies can make billions on in ivermectin, which they can't because it's off the patent. And I talked about all the buzz around Ozempic, but how much of uh, that is bull. And lots of studies that were funded by, the, I'm sure, the pharmaceutical companies resulted in positive findings and conclusions of weight loss, especially with uh, type two diabetes and so forth. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the up to the date now, up to date news out of the journal, the American Medical Association concluded that people who took Wigovi regained two thirds of the weight they had lost when they went off the drug. Now, do you need to use Google Translation for that? It didn't work. If you want any real-time weight loss benefit from those drugs, guess what? You are uh, just what the pharmaceutical companies order because you probably have to take them for a very, very, very long time. Of course, if you take them long-term, you're susceptible to the serious side effects like seizures, slurred speech, and blurred vision. Oh, and don't let's forget the price tag. Wagovi is about $270 per week without insurance. That's about a grand a month. And I will tell you, like I've told you in the past, that preventing and stopping type 2 diabetes does not require drugs. It requires your doctor talking to you about a paleo diet, Mediterranean diet, intermittent fasting and keeping your weight off. We see these overweight individuals advertising drugs on television for diabetes where they should be put in a room and and taught how to eat properly and exercise properly. Do you get where I'm coming from? Okay, well, 
Let's give you a little bit of heart, a few health facts, and we'll sign off for today. Your heart, how much does it pump? It pumps 2,000 gallons of blood every single day, and it does that with 100,000 beats a day. It's an incredible feat. You breathe around 17,000 breaths a day on average. And most of us don't have to think about a single one of them. In fact, most of us, if we want to stop breathing temporarily, you can hold your breath. But not for long. A typical pair of adult lungs can hold six liters of air. Roughly four to four liquid liters to a gallon. Now, cancer is formed every day, thousands of times a day, but our body takes care of it. It reprograms our DNA, and then our body sends out special enzymes scuttling around to inspect our DNA strands for faults, and it fixes them before they turn into tumors. Boy, wouldn't we like to have some research in this area? One of the reasons why we recommend on this program Zymescence, a systemic enzyme, the strongest one you can get. Take it daily. You don't make any enzymes after age 27 or 29. So how many times a day do you blink? This supplies me. 28,800 times a day. Pretty, pretty incredible body we have, isn't it? You know, your body produces the same heat as a 25-watt light bulb over the course of a single day. What, 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 a, what magic, what a miracle. You, you shed skin cells every day, millions. If you have any hair left, well, it grows about a half a millimeter a day. You have about 100,000 hairs on your head. We speak about 5,000 words a day, and that takes some organization between the brain and the mouth. And if you're a man, well, I'm not going to go there. You know what I'm talking about. Keep your mouth shut. So women speak 5,000 words a day. So men speak about 2,000. How about that? But only about five to seven hundred of them have any real value. The rest are just words. You make a, a one and a half liters of saliva every day in a normal person. You grow eight millimeters every night while you're sleeping, and then you shrink that back down the next day. And by the way, your brain shrinks about 60% in volume every night while you're, while you're sleeping. And that's how it gets rid of the toxins through the glymphatic nervous system. That's why in the morning, especially as we age, it's important we rehydrate and get our brain back up to normal volume. Some people are really lightheaded in, in the morning well some of it could be from the drugs but some of it could be from the brain shrinkage that occurs normally so our body uh, detoxifies our brain 
So if you think you're having an old body, think about the incredible things that are happening inside it, even as we age. It's really a miracle. Uh, I never cease to be amazed when I was in practice of how things can happen and how wrong I could be because I didn't trust the miracle of the body. So I hope you got some information today that you can use. I really enjoy uh, bringing it to you. If you have any suggestions for future shows, docronradio at gmail.com, docronradio at gmail.com. You can listen to this podcast on uh, Spotify, Google, Apple, just about any place. Just the name of the podcast is Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. Another kudos to the doctor that treated my uh, granddaughter. He actually called her and asked her how she was doing. I mean, this is not heard of in today. And I I guess I, I what I'm going to do is call him and ask him if I can mention his name and maybe even have him say a few words. I mean, this is incredible today. Bad enough, uh, the doctors today don't even know how to do an examination, but they do know how to order the multi-million dollar test. Uh this one physician, uh, my granddaughter up in Tampa, she had a home run by finding him. I told, told her, do not let him go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. We'll let Freddie take us home, and we'll see you next week. Hey, everybody, Dr. Ron's finished for the day. I hope you got some good wisdom for what the man had to say. If it's all about good health, he's the man you got to see has a lot more answers for you. So tune in next week when the doctor is in the house. Or when the doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you I'm sure he can tell you just what to do The doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house Let the doctor know what's bothering you When the doctor is in the house So if you have a pain Call the doctor If you have a strain Call the doctor Let the doctor know What's bothering you When the doctor is In the house The doctor is In the house See you next week